0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Uh, the great Dick Buckus. Good morning, Dan. How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. I uh,
1: I agree with you uh, wholeheartedly, uh, David. It, 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 at some point, you uh, you know you kind of start uh, saying, "Hey, w- what does it take? What do we have to do to find a way to win?" And, uh, there, the, uh, the Bears went out and, uh, they played, you know, I think, uh, the best game that I've seen them play in three years. So it was, uh, it was rewarding to, uh, to watch that. But, uh, as you just mentioned, uh, my dear friend and, uh, the friend of so many here in Chicago, Mr. Buckus, he, uh, unfortunately passed away yesterday and, uh, it left a heavy heart. Trust me. It was, uh. It was tough to kind of uh, do the uh, pre and post game yesterday with that over, you know, shattering the, the, the game.
0: Yeah, Dan, uh, I was going to, uh, you know, I remember a couple years ago I reached out to you. I talked about trying to get him to the touchdown club. And you'd said you reached out and just said, man, you know, just his age is probably 78 when I asked. Just didn't feel like traveling. And um, uh, but I was going to ask, give us give us some thoughts about him. You know, he was a guy I didn't realize he was born and raised in Chicago, went to Illinois, stayed there. He was a Chicago guy through and through. And, man, he was if you go back and look, that was a different era back then. And they could do about anything they wanted to do to, to offensive players and dick Buckers did that
1: no oh, yeah you know guys the, the game of, of pro football was kind of chiseled into the public's memory uh you know those days in the 19 uh, late 60s and 70s when uh you know it was a it was a lot violent more violent game than it is now and uh the uh, tip of the spear was Dick Buckus. Uh, I, I remember, I don't know, what was it, 10, 15 years ago? Uh, I, no, I think it was right at the turn of the century, you know, back in uh, 2000. Uh, they Sports Illustrated did a, uh, a poll of, um, uh, I, I don't know, a number of, you know, 100 riders, whatever. The, it, Dick Buckus was uh, their pick to represent what folk football Actually was you know and there was a lot of great players you know you know uh, from the offensive side with you know Marino Montano Elway all that but Dick Butkus was uh, selected as the number one like uh, icon of the NFL and yeah. he was uh, he was a, he he truly was a, a, a wonderful guy a special guy I I um, small world. Uh, 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 gentleman by the name of Steve Thomas grew up in, in Jacksonville, went to high school in Jacksonville and then he went to Vietnam and when he got through uh, with uh, the Vietnam War he stayed in, in Los Angeles and he became a car dealer and about 40 years ago Buck just brought him around me I didn't know he was from Jacksonville and, the, and then you know over the years we played in you know, countless golf tournaments things like that so it, 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 you know, I, I, I don't like I said. This is, uh, it's a very, very touching and painful thing to me and and in my family because we, uh, you know, we spent a lot of time with with Dick, and uh, I just, uh, I, 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 I don't know what to say other than, you know, in my mind he was. Uh, he, he, you
0: know, he will always be, you know, the monster of the Midway. He was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, well, well said. Uh, let's go to the Razorbacks. Uh, tough game down in in uh, Arlington. Uh, just could not get anything done offensively. So uh, uh, Sam Pittman is moving around some offensive linemen for this week's game at Ole Miss. Uh, maybe some thoughts on uh, on the and the Aggie game, and maybe what your thoughts are. What, what's going to happen in Oxford? Well,
1: we all saw it. It wasn't pretty. A, uh, a number of things, you know, and, and I remember last year, you know, complaining about the the, the play calling and, and the actual overarching structure of the offense, what they were trying to accomplish, what they were trying to do. Anyway, I, I, it all came to a head against the, uh, the Aggies. And, yeah, the offensive line has been bad all year. We talked about that when we opened the season, and and you know we struggled against BYU. Uh, at some point, you you yeah they may be rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. You know just moving guys around. I don't know right. if that's going right. to you know be any purpose. But the other thing Sam said is you know at some point we got to make somebody miss And our running backs. And, and and we talked about this. I said Rocket did not look like the same player. And like he was he was thicker and stiffer. And it's like you know been in the weight room too much, and that's you know that that, that happens. But it, it, at some point, they've got to get it straightened out. We uh, we know that Ole Miss is is one of those teams that'll be as good as you let them be. Uh, what you know they were what they had. A couple of guys go over 200 yards on the ground last year. I mean, yeah. there's been some crazy games yep. Yep. Uh, with the offensive explosions, and w- we're going to have to be able to compete with that. We, uh, you know, Dard's a good quarterback. Uh, he's having a better year than uh, KJ is. And at some point, you know, we have to either, you know, step up or, or just take a bow. And it's, it's no time to... Take a bow
0: and go wobbly. it's time we step up uh, we're, uh, visiting with Dan Hampton brought to you by metro towing and central termite and pest control um yeah yeah dan it's uh it would be you know this game you know, you never know what can happen. You know, this, this could be a, a great bounce back game. You know, they're coming off that big win over LSU could be, you know, it could be a little flat. Maybe not. They're playing great football. The, this game is always weird. It, it, you really can't tell what's going to happen. It's, there've been some crazy games, fourth and 25, you the seven overtime game uh, a couple years ago. I mean, they've, we've had two games, I think in the last 10 years that were like 52 to 51. They both, the both scores were in the fifties. It's, it's nutty. So, so maybe the hogs can bounce back. Uh, um, um, you know, that we found out that uh, the, the other thing that's happening down here, Dan, is that, that apparently they find Dan Enos has been. Resp- he's got some emails from students, and he's responding to them, and you know all those things that that just are peripheral things that just they become part of the narrative, and it's just like man, you just gotta gotta ignore. They got gotta ignore the outside noise. Don't you know? Know that you know that people are gonna come after. You, you know, just like with Sam Pittman. you just got you know when you when things don't go well, you know. Listen, I get listen, I got people coming after me yesterday, Dan. Uh. <laughs> on a hunt uh, and i get it listen and, and you know what doesn't bother me i get it it's part of the deal you know when you when you make a mistake it happens and you just got to be able to deal with it and and, and and just shut out the outside noise the best you can
1: well and and we see that up and down the, the spectrum I, I i'll tell you this the uh if you had in a chance to watch any of the bear game last night the uh and by the way, what's it with this prime video? My God, insanity. But at the end of the day, the Bears played their best game in, well, the year and a half that uh, uh, Matt Eberfuss, the head coach, has produced since he's been here. And And why was that? Why was it? Well, there were so many different things that occurred over the last three weeks. You know, the team was in the midst of a 14-game losing streak. It was, it had a player named Chase Claypool that was loping in, in the ballgame. They suspended him. They told him to stay home. They couldn't trade him. He didn't want to be traded. All this drama. And then, you know, obviously there was a, a, an awful lot of criticism of him, not only the coaching staff, but, you know, the players. And, and, and to their credit, they did what you have to do. You have to circle the wagon, tune out the noise. And go to work, and that's what the Bears did last night. Maybe, maybe we can see the same thing with the Razorbacks. But you know, back to Sam Pittman talking about the two things that you know maybe we have to do on offense, besides call better plays. Uh, you know,
0: right, right. Yep. You know,
1: it, 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 that game plan. I don't know. Again, this is 2023. It's not, you know, 1967. You, you need to. You know, one of the things the Bears have done the last two weeks that kind of gotten them, you know, out of their doldrums is they're throwing the hell out out of the ball on first down and second down. And and you know, if it, it, yep. it, if you're predictable on offense, it's just too easy for defenses. It ain't him. They they were coming after us. I mean it was it was it was ugly. It was a beating. But but, but somehow, some way, even the fact that he is addressing the offensive line, even if they move a couple of guys, there creates a sense of urgency where everybody knows, hey, it's not business as usual. We all have to kinda be held accountable. Oh my gosh, we better you know, we better crank it up. We better right. step yeah. it up. Mm-hmm. And and you know, we talked to you know, the Latham and, and Latham and and a couple of those guys, they were, it, it, it was, it was it not a good, uh, you know, level of play. It was bad. And yep. they have either be replaced or they, uh, they have to pick it up.
0: Um, wanted to say a couple things too uh obviously we had uh, jim mcmahon at the touchdown club the other day and i uh, um forgot to mention uh that uh mike erie and his wife deanne are sponsors of the dan hampton award uh meant to do that did not do that uh, the other day when he, we were there obviously we talked about you with with uh, jim mcmahon but I, I i needed to do that I, I failed to do that dan and so uh, really appreciate mike and de uh deanne sponsoring that and um
1: that's fantastic and i greatly appreciate yeah so g- much.
0: good good folks. And uh, you know, I tell you and Roger I think Jim McMahon, you know, I can see why, with his personality, Dan, that team that you guys had was just—it <laughs> was just crazy between between you and Mongo and McMahon. I'm it just i just—it was. Uh, and of course, you know, he took shots at Dick, uh He said, you know, we, he said, you know, he said Dick was a tight end. He said he called terrible plays. He, he said, what did he say, Roger? He said, just he put. He said, listen, put it, put put any ten guys. Put, out put there any you ten want guys and let me, do let what me I call do. the plays. He, he said, all we got to do is score ten or seventeen. The game's won. Yes. Anyway, yes. it just, it was, and then, of course, so he, good. He talked about how tough you were, and then, well, talking he, about his BYU experiences. Yeah, though. he did. He, I asked him, I said, Dan, I said, did you do the, and I said this on the mic, I said, did you do your two-year missionary work? He said, are you kidding? He said, you, he said, look, he said, the talented players don't go on the, on the mission trips. He All said, right. look at the quarterbacks. This is how those quarterbacks went on mission trips. Anyway, the other thing, too, he's the only guy that, that we've had at the Touchdown Club, uh, Dan, that went out and, and uh, took a hit uh, out. Side the parking lot in front of the courts, the courthouse over there, and came back in. Anyway, it just it just reminded me because I, I told him I said I'm not sure there's another team that had the personalities like you guys, other than maybe the '70 Raiders with Stabler and that defense there. But it, it had to be just a crazy time with all the personalities like you and him and the others. Um,
1: uh, you know, and and. and... I hate to say it, but, uh, you know, there were so many good times. You, you wish they could last, Yeah. And,
0: you know, yeah.
1: things happen and people get hurt. And next thing you know, <clears throat> you know, th- th- uh, everybody had to move on in separate directions, but it, it, you, it, you know, and that, and that it goes back, you know, and, and brings back uh, the fact that Dick Buckus, you know, when I got to Chicago,
0: uh,
1: I didn't know a, a hardly anything about the NFL. I, and, and I know I was uh, to call it na- being naive or whatever I just didn't I didn't pay attention I didn't know much about it and this young man when I was drafted by the Bears he he came to me and found me in the weight room the, the morning I, uh, that I was drafted and he said I knew you'd be in here and I said yeah I was just all excited and, wanted and, and he goes here I want you to read this book and it was called Stop Action Dick Buckets had written a book like 1973 4, and in the book it talked about his, you know, life story and his, and his NFL experiences and all this, and, it, and he, and he, and you could tell that it, it, he was bitter at that time because you know he had been battling knee injuries for so many years and having the struggle to try to prepare and and, and beat Dick just when you're, you you can't your me and you can't practice the last two years. It, same thing I had to do. We couldn't practice. You know, because you, you know, your knees just you know swell and then you couldn't play. So uh, anyway, but the book, it, 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 it I, I wound up reading it three times and it it would still be a great book to read today. But but it, it gave me the foundation, the, the the basis for what you know really mattered and that was that the Chicago Bears were and will always be the footing and the foundation of the NFL. There's other teams like the 49ers in Dallas, and they're great, and I got it. Right. But the Bears, the Bears started it all. And Dick Buckett and, and Walter Payton and and Gale Sayers and Bronco Nagurski and yep. all this, yep. you know, 30 Hall of Famers, you know, more than any other team. Well, just to be able to put on that helmet, that, that uniform, we're special and should be special. And that's why, you know, when the Bears struggle, it it, yeah. it, 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 it hurts me. It, it pains me. Mm. And now with the same thing with the Razorbacks. Yes. You know, some of the guys that I played with, you know, we still talk. Mike Burlingame and, and, and Mike Massey and Jim Howard and and Jimmy Walker and all those guys, you know, we, we kind of set a, a, a bar. Yeah. And, you know, and... and and every year we, we hope that we're going to be back there. <laughs> right. and it just doesn't happen. So, yeah, it's it's it, it's it's good to aspire to be great. It, it right. doesn't cost anything, and all you have to do is just commit. And hopefully, we'll see what happens oh,
0: tomorrow. Man. Give us cheer Let's go. Give us your luck of the uh, the weekend.
1: Well, there's a bunch of tough ones. My goodness, <laughs> but I'm taking the Buffalo Bills to roll over the Jags. The Jags are playing their second game in in a row. In in London, and that's a lot of traveling, a lot of living out of a suitcase, and the bills are hot. We're taking the Buffalo Bills minus five and a half. Awesome,
0: that's big, that's awesome. Big. All right, great stuff as always, Dan. Thanks so much, buddy. Thanks, Dan.